Have you always wanted to start your own business? Do you have an innovative idea or an invention, but just don't know how to turn it into a company? Are you already in business and need some help growing? The BRF's Entrepreneurial Accelerator Program can help. At EAP, we work alongside you, helping you with things like financial modeling, funding strategy, pitch preparation, and marketing strategy. So what are you waiting for? Go to EAPLA.com today and set up a time to talk with our team. Let EAP help you launch or grow your business in North Louisiana today. Welcome back to On the Cusp. Matt Snyder, my co-host, is with me. And today, we've he's got one of his friends, Chase. Uh, Matt, I'll let yeah. you introduce Super him. Super excited to have my friend Chase Boydham. We've been known, we've known each other and ran together, yep. I guess, since middle school or high school. Chase is a much better runner than me at this point. But, um, but Chase is very interesting to me because you got in the game in Shreveport so early, worked with some legends, and, you know, have done so much. And, and you and I feel like we both call each other to bounce off are my feelings on this in line or a little too much at times? So I'm Plus so I'm, excited to have you here. Man, thank you so much. I appreciate both of y'all. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've kind of played out some of those, learned the hard way on some, especially with some of the event stuff. And so I, I love our conversations. It usually lasts about an hour, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a little bit about myself. Uh, like right out of college, I started working with the Cush brothers who, were restaurateurs and bar owners and uh, worked with started working with them when I was like 19 years old and never would have guessed fell backwards into becoming business partners with them and Fatty Arbuckles which I still have and then over the next 15 years or so we just opened a slew of bars and restaurants um, I owned Bears and we opened a place called City Bar and Fat Cats and The Boot and 211 and Aura and, all over the last 15 years. I love those dudes. If it's not yeah. working, let's just shut it down a couple of weeks, rename it. Change the name. Yeah. 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 Go right back at it. Figure out what we got to fix and keep going. Yeah. Like, those like, are some really fun years. And then um, in the last couple of years, I've done a couple of restaurants and uh, um, and now just kind of still at Fatty's. Been, this year will be my 20th year and uh, just trying to, uh, you know, keep the dream alive let's deep dive into fatties because yeah. fatties is like so interesting to me and a lot of the things we talk about fatties has a unique lens to look at yeah fatties is located in the red river district correct it's the only business that has consistently lasted in the red river district over those 20 years 100 percent. i mean that's sucks to say yeah <laughs> We're saying it. Yeah. You, you've it seen you, you've seen and lived the changes in that industry. Absolutely. Right? Um, I've seen you know the good and the bad, and we've had a couple different kind of the evolution of that area. Um, right now, sadly, it's kind of in more of a a, a bad turn. But um, um, it's been interesting. We're right next to those two casinos. Um, when we first when I first started operating Fatty Arbuckles, uh, we were more or less like a shot bar. Um, believe it or not, the space is actually originally built to be a marble slab. And it was the smallest space in that area. And, uh, and Brian basically was talked into just kind of like the places you see on Bourbon Street where you would grab a beer and, you know, it was open container back then. And we were like, let's do it. And uh, 
he had some problems with management and kind of passed along. And um, it was actually his brother that recommended like, why don't you put Chase in charge of it? He's young and I had just turned 21 and we had pretty much instant success. But similar to like your story with what you're doing with events, I mean, we started, you know, doing reggae nights and having all this fun stuff. And, and I, I kind of struck lightning in a bottle just because I was at that perfect age. Everybody was right turning yeah. 21 and, and we had so much fun with it. Uh, and, you know, we just kind of kept it, kept it alive and did other projects and it just became addictive just doing. You have a good, you see still today a lot of people that are in town at the casino or whatnot and you get to visit with a lot of visitors to Shreveport. What do you hear? Give me some insight of like, you know, you're like yeah. a good taxi cab driver. Yeah, you yeah, absolutely. Like, um, I mean, lately, you know, uh, somewhat negative stuff about downtown and that area but you know uh you know the casinos will tell you that the non-smoking kind of hurt their business I, I don't know one way or the other i do know that their business has been hurting in downtown shreveport and uh and naturally shreveport kind of goes through different areas i mean i think that like bozier is on you know kind of their come up i mean they're kind of where we were in that east bank yeah. Deal is real. We had Bo and Peanut on here. Yeah. And, yeah. And what they're proving down there is is definitely. It reminds me a lot of you, like 20 years ago. You Absolutely. Know? And, uh, you know, I've, I've I've made that comparison a lot just because I mean, you know, and a lot of people don't remember it, but we had open container in the Red River District to all, like mid 2008. So from 2001 or two to 2008, and. Uh, but I do like the way they're doing it in Bozier. I think that they have a, a really good, uh, you know, and, and they're a little bit more in control of their, um, yeah. because they're right in their backyard. I was about to say, they're they a little more control. To, Bo and Peanut are feel like two orchestra leaders, like absolutely guiding that thing. Absolutely. And, I, and I think you have been that for the Red River District in a lot of ways. But there's just been so much chaos down there through yeah. all these different things that you're holding on and. and you know through our conversations i admire your positive attitude <laughs> in a sure. lot of years when i'm you know losing it and you're telling me oh, to yeah. calm down and you're telling me it's still all great i'm like chase no it's not it's yeah. on fire <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. i have those moments believe it or not i try not to but uh you're you know good at that. um tell but, me about the com the casino employee too okay that's a visitor today. what do you see because that's another part of our society that I mean, how many jobs um, are down there? Oh, there's a lot of there's a there lot are. of casino jobs. There are, and a lot of those guys they kind of recycle through different casinos and stuff like that. And uh, um, do you I mean, see a lot of them in your? In your I body? do, I do. I mean, I used to see more. You know, something that kind of hurt us is uh, El Dorado had been there for a long time, and there were some people that literally worked at El Dorado when it was Hollywood since the '90s. Whenever COVID came, there was like mass layoffs, just just naturally, just because right. it was closed down. And a lot of those people rehired, and we saw a lot of those people go to other casinos. And uh, so it's been a little different. We haven't seen some of the same faces. I mean, there were some people that I know that I used to see that had been there forever, and were just like a staple there. So it's been it's been a, a different change. But I mean, a lot of industries. I know my friend Delton, who's in the hotel industry. I mean, he's seeing it, and all you know, many of these different businesses are seeing changes from COVID. So that's natural, but. It's been a little different for us because we're just not seeing those familiar faces. Um, but, you know, they're, they're always very supportive of us. Yeah. Um, even though I don't know if the casino necessarily 
loves that because they want to keep people in the casino, but they're right. like... They always want everybody in the Absolutely. Casino. They're like, hey, we yeah. go over here. Come check us out and yeah. have a drink with us afterwards. And uh, a long time ago, El Dorado used to have their parking where you had to pass our door. That might have been the biggest favor they ever did to us ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they would yeah. walk by yeah. and they'd be like, all right, I'm going to stop in for one on the way on the way out of here or whatever. Um, but uh, it's been great. Okay, so you're whole adult life you've been doing business in Shreveport. I mean, since yeah. you're 19 years old. I yeah. mean, that's as close as anybody can say. I've been running <laughs> businesses in Shreveport my whole life. Today to 20 years ago, is it easier or harder to own a business in Shreveport, Louisiana? It's, it's a difficult question. I think in a lot of ways it's definitely harder. Um, I think there's a little bit more red tape. Um, some of it's justified and some of it some of it I kind of push back on, but, um, but, uh, you know, but also there, I mean, there are other positives that I see too, where like, you know, you and I've talked about this, uh, you know, outside of this all the time is like, if you were around the clock 15 years and you told me we had all these cool restaurants, yeah. some of the stuff yeah. that you're doing, I couldn't imagine it happening. So, um, I do feel like the public itself is more accepting of, of cool new things. And so, yeah. um, you know, uh, I, that's a hard, I mean, I'll, I ask the question and I think it's a hard one because I think it's, I think it's both. I mean, and I really would probably lean towards as much as we complain about some of the things is it's gotten easier. And I, and I think it's gotten easier for people like us. Oh. I do think that the powers that be that just held everything I mean, you remember there was only one company in town that bartended parties right. 20 years yeah, ago. You absolutely. Know? Like, I think a lot of that has busted down. And it's not that they're not fighting us just as hard or people like us. They still are. But I think there's a big enough group of people that are questioning things, taking risks, that those powers that be just aren't as strong. Yeah, I mean, but, you know... I. I just think there were less. I mean, I, you're seeing more people do it. Obviously, I yeah, love that you right. had Sylvester on here. Uh, but, I mean, I kind of feel like the Cushes were like that. You know, They that, were. They were like us oh. back in the late 80s to early 90s. So they were, they were there, I just think, in less numbers. They they gave less of a care than we did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, did. We're, yeah. we're like yeah. philanthropists. Yeah. <laughs> but they had some cool projects. I mean, so Centenary awesome. Oyster House. And I, I that's all I mean, I, the village. I mean, all yeah, those. Was, that's all I got to hear places. about growing, you know, basically growing up with those guys is the heyday, you know, and like, uh, um, and uh, so it, it's kind of an interesting thing. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm super uh, excited for a lot of friends that I consider uh, restaurant tours and bar owners and their successes. And uh, I mean, I definitely see that moving very positively. I mean, you know, in a positive direction. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been some kind of, like, back to your, your question, I mean, you know, we've seen some, like, you know, me opening brick-and-mortar uh, uh, businesses. I've seen kind of some changes in MPC and the way things happen, but even those are getting better, but for a while it, it was pretty difficult. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I do think, like, some things, we all have things that, like, it's the season of them, whatever that is. You know, I have events I don't do anymore, all kinds of things. Like, but I look back sometimes and I'm like, you know, like, I don't still do that. But because we did that, 
look at these things that happen. And I think you've done a whole lot of that. I mean, like, your reinvigorating bears, I think, has was such an awesome time and has, has grown on... I think what you did in that building on Kings Highway is not now Fat Calf. I think you put that building back on the map. And I think people, a lot of people have to take risks and do a lot of hard things for the community to get better. Oh, yeah. And um, I don't think it's always the person that took that initial risk that gets to reap that <laughs> yeah, reward. Yeah. Um, um, but, dude, I notice it and, and appreciate it. Oh, for I sure. appreciate it. Yeah, those are both two really fun projects, too. I mean, uh, I live in Highland, so being right right around the block, yeah. I mean, and I frequent both of those places all the time, two of my favorite places. Uh, so, uh, yeah, those it was exciting. I mean, I really love doing what I do in the restaurant and bar world. In fact, you know, I was doing more events. And I'm kind of doing less events. I still do like, you know, of course, bourbon and barbecue once a year. But I see myself doing less events just because I'm so focused on kind of like, you know, what do they say? Like, you know, if you're involved in too many different projects, you're a master of none. You know, I mean, I was kind of falling victim to that and stretching myself thin. And I really love the food and beverage uh, business. So I've really... What advice would you give somebody? Because a lot of people are afraid to just go out and do it in, in the food and beverage. If, if, you, if you were talking to somebody that said, I'm thinking about it, what would you tell them? I would really encourage them to go and work with somebody like, um, like Anthony or like, uh, like Frank or myself and work with them and kind of learn the business and, yeah. and then and then really go out there and try it. Because the mean, thing about Chase that I was going to say, because this is the part that if they miss, they miss. Right. Chase Boydham, when he was running Bears, and we were, we were getting older. Like I had multiple kids and whatnot at that point. Like we were probably in our mid-30s. Yeah. I, like point. Chase is like, come down here and sit. And I'd come <laughs> down and visit Chase. And Chase would be like, well, just knock on my door. I live above the bar. And Chase would like run up, take a nap, then come down and, and restock the cooler. <laughs> yeah. The guys I know that are very successful in that industry, and you would be top of my list examples. I hope I'm an example when you see me at an event. We're in the trenches grinding. Oh, 100%. We are doing the work. So if you come to me and you say, and I think we would definitely agree on this. If you come to me and say, hey, I'm looking at getting in the food and beverage um, business, but I'm going to hire a manager and I'm going to manage them. And be it's like, going to be tough. My advice yeah. would be don't do that. No, absolutely. I mean, and, and I basically got a crash course on, uh, on you know, restaurant and bar owning, working with my old business partners uh, who have since passed away. Uh, but, uh, I mean, my old business partner who was like a brother to me was like, he was like John Taffer. He would tell you every little trick on how to like, you know, the bottles have to be just this way or, you know, or, you know, somebody will grab the wrong bottle and just things that you would never think of. And, you know, it was like it was like getting a Ph.D. in right. that type of business. And so I really encourage because I have a lot of people who come to Fatties yeah, and like, man, I'd love to do that. And I, and I just always encourage them like. There's so many people. I mean, one of the guys I have a lot of respect for, Gabriel Barderas. Oh, I mean, I go work for a guy like that. I mean, it feels like everything he touches turns to gold. I mean, you know, go learn and then get an idea and and, and really, you know, shoot for the moon and do it, you know. So what do you think, where do we go from here? What is the future of 
Shreveport Bossier's entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. food, beverage, and entertainment. What's next for us? Well, I mean, it, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, you know, what we're seeing, like Cypress and stuff, we need people to keep taking risks and keep doing things. Uh, uh, I think that we need to, like, you know, uh, definitely uh, have some sort of pressure on um, local government to, to basically encourage that and, and, and help uh, create an atmosphere that um, allows entrepreneurship yeah. and, and really guides that path in a, in a positive direction. Yeah, I think that the idea of just staying out of it or avoiding it or not, you know, if you're not actively supporting it in my book, then you're, you're not. You're not Absolutely. Helping. Then you're, I mean, not. you're not. Because it's a hard industry. It's a hard, it's a risky thing. Oh yeah. Uh, and we in all of our projects, we never had a, just a ton of money. And so, you know, we were working on very tight budgets, getting it open yeah. and, and 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 I can remember we were, you know, sometimes it was us working 16-hour days, putting up the paint and all that type of stuff. And and that's what it takes. Um and, and kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier with some of that red tape is that is that, you know, if if you have you know, 45 day plus 30 day waiting periods. It's just, it, it, it starts to, you know, it starts to get too expensive for just right. the average You can't Joe. drag it along. You can't, it's gotta be yeah. something that happens And fast. entertainment things, like, like those kind of things we're talking about are almost impossible to find big money investors. So you are, you are nickel and diming it out of your own oh, pocket. You're going to bootstrap it. it. You are you're bootstrapping it. So anything slow costing you money. That's right. Oh, Anybody slow rolling you, you're losing is. money. And it's basically economic Russian roulette. I mean, there's anything more risky out there uh, for sure. But no, I, I would I would totally agree. But, I've, you know, I'm hoping um, there's definitely, I've dealt with a lot of people. I mean, we had a great festival this year at the bourbon and barbecue festival yeah. and i'm hoping that that remains um I, I think next year we'll probably try to find another location just because I, I just don't see any progress happening in the red river district. chase hey appreciate you thank you so much thanks for coming appreciate We're you about it time and all the best of luck to you thank man. you so much pleasure yeah, thank you man thanks you guys mm -hmm.